somewhere where you can hear the birds, an old dairy farm on by design that's been restored back to a native rainforest just outside of Federal near Byron Bay in northern New South Wales. The forest is being planted with native trees, many of which will take up to, well, 300 years to mature. So it is a long-term vision, this one, and as part of this vision, the owners, Andy and Deidre Plummer, have built two concrete agricultural sheds, which they've designed to last for as long as the trees, 300 years, and eventually become ruins in the native rainforest. The forest will be completely sustainable way beyond many generations of the Plummer family. So Jan Ryan joined them on site at the farm and he shares with Deirdre Plummer and architect John Choi. Talked a lot about buildings that last for 300 years and that are still used and resonate with people after a long time. Sometimes they're doing something different than when they started. You know, it's not much different than a shed, really, inside. It's a huge open concrete space where we put our tractors. It is so unique to start something that goes beyond one's lifetime. It is very unique. Um, We have a limited time with this building. The building has a much longer time with the forest, and that um, wouldn't have occurred to us when we first bought the farm. It has been a process Mm. on both of our parts, I think. Definitely. When I started the journey, I uh, didn't really know what I was getting myself into (laughs) until coming up here. Well, uh, you've got yourself into two incredibly significant concrete buildings, which are agricultural sheds. Now, that in itself is unusual. People usually build sheds, as we know them, out of tin or uh, a lean-to almost, you know, hope for the best, hold it together. This is a statement. This is concrete like you'd probably only see on a major building. Yeah, it is. Um, But I think that permanence and all the work we've done here is really to give presence to that larger project. So as we see now, if you sort of turn around and look in front where... Across the valley. Across the valley at where the plantation and where the forest will emerge, these trees will grow 30 metres, which effectively will be triple or four times the height you're seeing here. So you'll have this incredible vista that these buildings relate to. And in fullness of time, these buildings will be very settled into the landscape and actually will be something of a surprise when you, only when you Find are them. here. But in time, no one will see this building. You'll sort of happen upon it. That's, that's exactly and right. We actually discussed happening upon ruins in the landscape and talked a bit about ancient ruins and coming in and finding these monumental things. So that sense of discovery and having it embedded into the landscape in a, not secretive, but... Private? Private, yeah. It was, was part of the brief, I think. It was. It was very much part of the brief. It's very unusual to imagine that the time that you, Deirdre, and, and Andy and your family have here, and you, John, as the architect, mm. it's hard to imagine that, in fact, the working time, none of us will be here, and our no. children won't be here, and our grandchildren won't We've be here. We've thought about that. Yes, it is. It's quite shocking, but that's the nature of a forest. <laughs> and it's the nature of a vision, because you don't have control of it beyond no. your own time. No, we don't. Hopefully, everybody will keep these trees growing. Hopefully. Hopefully, yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think the value of the forest and a sustainably harvestable crop, this is a crop, and it will only be valuable if it's continuously sustained. Yes. It's designed so that it will constantly regenerate for 600 years, you know, as long as ever. Now, we are in 
one of the sheds, and there's two sheds. So just explain to me how the sheds connect with each other, John. So um, the two sheds were sort of conceived together. This one is the main shed. It's uh, habitable, so there's a workshop behind us. There's a hoist here so you can take the engines out and repair them. There's a wash bay for the trucks down at the bottom of the driveway so you can clean them up, and wash bays for workers with their boots. There's a bathroom and a great kitchen for them to have their smokos. Everything's so... Clean lined and beautiful. <laughs> the back wall opens up. Yeah, the whole wall opens up and they store um, tools. So there's an office for figuring out how to maintain the trees. There's a big program of still planting going on and then maintaining the trees. We've had exceptional builders on and craftsmen on the project. Yeah. So Lyle, Carl, and stonemasons, etc. You know, if you look at the quality of the concrete here, it's, it's, it's phenomenal. And nice. even when we were drawing things, initially we, we, had, we didn't anticipate that we could try things like this out. But when we realised the level of accuracy they could get in working with concrete, suddenly sort of conversations started about, oh, maybe we can do these things. And, in the bathroom? Yeah, in the bathroom. Let me have a go. You've got to come and have a look at this. <laughs> kitchen sink. Stainless steel fins that are part of the dish drain uh, that are integrated into the actual pore of the uh, concrete basin. Really we wouldn't even dream up that that's possible and to get kind of a finished result of this quality. So a lot of these things have happened because of a dialogue uh, between ourselves, between Andy and Deidre and, and us and the builder and together getting to know what they're capable of. This is a shed among sheds. It really is. Who's living in a house when you've got a shed like this? So we're now walking up to the second shed, agricultural shed. It's all part of the one project. So what is the second shed that the first shed isn't? Well, the second shed is primarily a storage shed, so really all it needed is one large open space that could be secured um, Mm -hmm. to store various things that are more messy and um, need quick access to, Uh, whereas the first shed is obviously needs uh, office space, workshop, things that you can uh, meet and occupy. So I can um, see everything that you want out of the way here. (laughs) So this, half of this stuff actually should be in Shed 1. All of this stuff is in the Let's get the key down from its secret sure. hidey hole. It's, re- it's really sort of reducing it back to its basic elements, which is that security and set of doors and, and cover. But over, over and above that, it's connection to the landscape and the relationship to the first shed. I remember Andy saying that Shed 1 was too pretty for piles of wire and fence posts and bags of fertilizer and all that stuff. So he said, we need to build a shed where you can put junky stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's what we've got. Yeah. This shed, you can really just throw the stuff in and you can throw whatever. You don't have to worry about how it's you know, necessarily organised. Yeah. It doesn't get in the way. They work down there and they yeah. keep stuff in here. Deirdre, you're going to have to make sure you don't just throw everything in here. <laughs> 
I think we have. I'm not sure there's any more room in that's here. It, that's it. I haven't seen it this full. So well, they've, taken, they've taken everything from shed one to shed two here today. It must have been a big Friday afternoon. I don't know. And I can see trailers and old bits of hay and fertilizer and the whole thing. There's the tractor. Yes, beautiful tractor. Would you be tempted to move here full time? I didn't think I'd ever come here when we started this project. I wanted a, a walkway through the forest that was elevated so I wouldn't get snakes on me. <laughs> so I've come a long way. Do you have that walkway yet? No. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, Deirdre, thank you so much for showing me around your sheds. Well, thank you so much for taking an interest in them. Thank you, Jan. Checking out the sheds, Jan Ryan there with architect John Troy and client Deirdre Plummer. You can see some links of the Loon de Sang sheds and they're definitely worth having a look at. You can find them on By Design's website, abc.net.au slash By Design. My name's Fenella Kernerbone. As always, it's great to have your company. That's the show for today, our summer series. Our producer is Jan Ryan, Joe Wallace looking after the sound. But stay with us now because Anita Barrow is coming up next on RN First Bite.